Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. thinks that uh, Magazola Mampimpi was playing Sunday League amateur rugby in the Eastern Cape just five short years ago, it really does put the Springboks World Cup triumph into perspective. Mampimpi became the first South African of any race to score a try in a Rugby World Cup final when he crossed the whitewash during South Africa's 32-12 win over England on Saturday. To finish the tournament with six tries, the man from the Eastern Cape village of Cholomna showed that anything is possible. And these were the sentiments of backline coach Mzwandi Lestik when we interviewed him three years ago. Although he had not been appointed as part of Rasi Rasmus's backroom staff yet, even then he spoke about the thousands of talented youngsters like Mampimpi and himself from Mpuma Kolun. And anything is possible. Anything is possible. It's not. It's, it's. It's all about getting the clear picture of what you want in life, and then you don't. Uh, you don't let anyone uh, make you believe that you, you can't achieve it. If I can achieve it from New Brighton uh, and also going to New World High School, so that means it's also possible for those boys. And Kaya Malotana agrees, adding that he hopes the Springboks World Cup triumph will serve as a lesson to all South Africans about what is possible if we work together. Malotana, who holds the distinction of being the first black player to represent the Springboks in the professional era after making his debut during the 1999 Rugby World Cup, watched the World Cup final at Ellis Park on Saturday. The significance of the place, the significance of the time wasn't lost on him on what turned out to be an emotional day. Oh, it's a lot of emotion. Um, firstly, I mean, I'm sitting here where we won the first one in '95, and the effect it had on the country. How it inspired, um, you know, people like me to take the game seriously and play it seriously. And um, then moving on to represent South Africa in the '99 World Cup, that was an honour on its own, um, you know, and. Um, I know that out of that, a lot of kids were also inspired um, even more to do it um, because, you know, our background, we don't come from the richest area in South Africa, you know, from the Eastern Cape, where there are no facilities, no resources, but, you know, to, to, to have the support and um, the will to, to do well and achieve what I did, you know, in itself, um, you know, was quite a lot. And now I sit back and I think of um, kids like Sia, Magazola, Mapimpi, Lukanyo Ham. You know, the list is endless of kids that have gone on to play this game without fear, without worry, without, you know, um, prejudice. They just were free, they're just free to express themselves. And um, for Sia to lead the Springboks to the World Cup um, trophy, is an amazing achievement. Uh, it's an inspirational story. I think a story South Africa needs to take a few learnings out of um, in terms of the society of South Africa, in terms of 
the politics of South Africa that um, we are a resilient nation, we are a nation that can put their mind to something and set about to achieve it. And uh, we should not be held back, um, you know, by negativity, by, you know, things like racism, um, things like gender inequality, um, you know, our mothers, our sisters, our nieces are suffering at the hands of men in this country. And, uh, you know, to see this kind of achievement kind of gets you to think that we are an amazing nation that can achieve amazing things as long as we can focus on the right things and hold hold hands and, and the sky is the limit. I mean, you, you, you touched on that uh, being from the Eastern Cape and you mentioned the players that played for the Springboks today in that final. Another bit of history, you're from Lady Frey and, 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 and Magazola Mampimpi from uh, Cholonga and we've got guys from Zuelicha as we did. Um, the first try scored by a Springbok in a Rugby World Cup final, which will go down in history, is now Marzola Mambimbi. Whether it's black or white, whatever, that bit of history, the first person to ever score a try in a Rugby World Cup final for South Africa is Marzola Mambimbi. And when you look where he comes from and you look at the history of the country, as you say, it does really touch on what is possible. So I guess the next thing that we now need to busy ourselves with is uh, how do we then get those opportunities for more of those youngsters coming from those those kinds of areas i think uh, for me it's always been about stop uh, you know we need to stop identifying rugby as a white sport we need to relabel it a south african sport and so its development its uh, opportunities um need to be equal um to everybody you know, it should be available to everybody on an equal footing. And that's what, you know, politicians and government should, um, you know, strive to achieve. And, you know, rugby should inspire other sporting codes as well, um, you know, to achieve the same standard of excellence. So that because we can't just rely on rugby alone to be, you know, the driving force behind inspiring South Africa as a community. Other sports also need to be supported you know to to have the same effect in our communities because we don't all like the same thing as, as a as a country um so for me I, th- I think the biggest you know thing that we need to work towards is making sport available to kids at all levels you know throughout you know the ethnic groups the racial groups nobody should feel excluded in participating and, um, you know, we cry, we cry about transformation in this country. And I think the biggest transformation we need to achieve is, um, you know, as people. Black or white, you know, pink or gray, it doesn't matter. If we can transform as people to, to grow a country of love, respect, care, um, prosperity, I think a lot takes care of itself. It's just that we're so quick to see color in everything we do. And by virtue of that, it limits the kind of contributions we can make towards a better life for everybody. So credit must surely go to Rasi Rasmus, who having identified some of what Malotana and Stick spoke about, went about finding that talent, regardless of race in all corners of the country. Not just those players that came from traditional rugby schools, but players from all across the country. 
Supersport Rugby anchor Mutsidisi Mohono said it best. It is the most beautifully thought out fairy tale. Like Uras, he came in with a plan. Sure. And he's like, guys, if you buy into my plan, I will make you world champions. He trusted young players. He trusted players on the fringes. Guys we haven't heard of in years. Ufran Stein wasn't in the mix. Faf wasn't in the mix. Abo, Abo, Spoonkosi, Lukanyo Arm. Herschel Janches. Herschel Janches on the periphery. I mean, Herschel only started playing Super Rugby this year. And one of those players that Erasmus put faith in was Siakolisi, who he appointed as his captain. South Africa's first black senior men's national rugby team captain. Speaking when the appointment was made last year, Siam Tandak Olisi couldn't hide his joy. I was, you know, I was shocked. I was overwhelmed, you know. And the players were congratulating me. I wasn't even looking. I was just shaking hands, still looking at the court. Um, it's, it's, it's unreal. The, 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 like the, that moment and you know I can't really express it and when I told my wife she put the phone down and she called me again she says say say again what you just said I said yes she's like call you dead I'm like no I can't tell anyone I'm only telling you you know <laughs> so I had to calm her down in that regard I told her just turn off your phone if it makes it easier Kolisi would captain South Africa for the very first time at Ellis Park against England in a June test match which turned out to be an absolute thriller as the box came from behind to register a dramatic 42-39 victory on what was to be the first of many emotional days for many South Africans, especially black South Africans, so poetically described by the Supersport Isikosa commentary team led by Kaunda Ndunja. Wasoko, Lucas 16, Kajun. Gonyaka can 1991. Kwazalwa Osana Lokakoli and the rest was history as Kolisi went on to captain the box to their third Rugby World Cup title 12 years after their last triumph in Paris 24 years after their first at Ellis Park. And one of those stars of the 1995 Rugby World Cup at Ellis Park was the late Chester Williams, who passed away on the eve of the 2019 showpiece. Chester's experience of being a black springbok describes just how institutionalized racism made it almost impossible for a black South African to wear the springbok badge. Of course, I felt all the pressure. I mean, from, from day one when I selected for the Springbok team, um, not even playing Test at the time in 1993 when I went to Australia, there was a lot of pressure on me because I had to prove, you know, that the so-called black people can play also rugby. And when I scored the four tries um, against Samoa, um, you know, that is proven that they, that I was good enough to, to play at that level and I was, um, was uh, the selection was justified. And... Um, 
did, luckily for me as well, you know, that, that also helped to get the black people to support the Springbok team. So in 24 years, South Africa had gone from one black player to a black captain alongside Magazole Mampimpi, Lukanyo Am, Bongim Bonambi, Cheslin Colby, and Tendai the Beastim Tawarera, all in the starting 15 in a Rugby World Cup final. And it was the doing of a former Springbok turned coach, Rasi Rasmus, who brought boys from all corners of South Africa together under a single common goal. Kolisi was full of praise for his coach, whom he hailed as a visionary leader who brought them together. We know coach as well from, I mean, he gave me my first contract when I was 18 years old, so I've known him for, for a while ago, and he's coached a lot of guys from, some guys from different units, so he knows us, you know, and um, we had to pull us together and we had to buy in his plan. And, you know, when, as soon as he came, you know, he just made us made it clear that the, the Springbok is the most important thing. Where in the past, I think most of us, we tried to build ourselves by our social medias and all those kind of things. And he just brought us back to, the, to earth and told us you have to play well first and everything else will come. So just how did Rasi Erasmus do it? How did he bring them all together? When he took over as Springbok coach, the box had come off one of their worst ever seasons having lost 8 of 12 tests under Alistair Kutsia in 2016 with 2017 not much better. Put yourself in his shoes. Born 1972, Rasi Rasmus born into apartheid and now told that it's time to change and embrace all. How did he get them to work together and what was his philosophy? But overall, we started talking about what is pressure. And in South Africa, pressure is, is not having a job. Pressure is, is, is uh, one of your close relatives being murdered. Uh, in South Africa, there's a lot of problems, which is pressure. And we started talking about things like that. Uh, and rugby shouldn't be something that, that, that creates pressure on you. Rugby should be something that creates hope. So uh, we started talking about things that we've got a privilege of giving people hope, not a burden of giving people hope. Uh, but hope is not talking about hope and, and saying you got hope and, and tweet a beautiful tweet and, and things like that. Hope is when you play well and people watch the game on a Saturday and they have a nice bright well, barbecue for people who don't know Bryce, uh, and, and have a nice barbecue and watch the game and feel good afterwards. And, and you know, no matter if your political differences or uh, religious differences or whatever, for those 18 minutes you agree with a lot of things that you normally disagree and we just start believing in that and saying but that's not our responsibility that's our privilege to try and fix those things and the moment you see it in that way you know it becomes a hell of a privilege and you start working towards that and I think that was the way we tackled this whole World Cup campaign. Together around a bright place is exactly what Bok midfielder Jesse Creel felt when he accompanied Kolisi to the Eastern Cape to visit his family. Yeah, bro, I, I love it, dog. The Guijo squad is, they lit. Um, 
obviously with Sia and um, all of the guys in the in, uh, in the squad um, that, that have come, like I went to to Sia's township um, and obviously Sticky from New Brighton. Um, I've been to the to their townships. I've, I've I've danced there. I've eaten traditional meals with them, and um, it was uh, the the kind of thing that's so cool is um, how um, like in the township how you just accept it and you're not looked at like 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 you don't belong here or whatever. You just accept it, you know. I went and sat with a, with a cashless and my hair's not even grey and I, and I had meat there and uh, it was quite cool because I mean the meat was there was no spices or anything on the meat and it was so spicy and it was probably the best meat I've ever tasted. A team united and they deservedly won World Rugby's Team of the Year Award. Rassi Rasmus, Coach of the Year and Peter Steph Dutoy, Player of the Year. I guess it's done and dusted now. Um, Springbok captains, we can be athletes, all those things are done. And it's stuff that we didn't grow up getting, so I'm really looking forward to I'm, I'm really happy. All of this stuff is just bigger than us, man. And we're just here um, to, to, to try and, and do our best so we can inspire the other kids in the country. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing kids in the country saying, I want to Thank you to the Springboks. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.